Hello, be beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. You are listening to Season 1, Episode 5 of 15 Minute Mindset, the show where I teach you mindset strategies and well-being strategies in 15 minutes or less. Now, in light of all the craziness still going on in the world and all the uncertainty, I know a big change that a lot of people are dealing with is now working from home. And that can be incredibly overwhelming. It can be incredibly stressful because all of the roles that you normally play or the hats you normally wear, we might say, are now all happening in one space. So think about it. In normal day-to-day life, you have a work hat. You wear that when you go to work. You have a parent hat maybe, and that's when the kids are home from school. You have a partner hat. You have your own self-care and well-being hat. All of these are now happening at the same time. There's not clear boundaries or distinctions between each one. And so what I'm going to share with you on this episode is how you can stay sane whilst working from home, how you can work from home effectively, but most importantly, do it in a way that doesn't sacrifice your mental and emotional well-being or your relationships with your loved ones. Now, the techniques I'm going to share are ones that I've personally used. I've been working from home ever since BU started uh, way back in 2017. So these are the ones that really helped me, the ones that I've also seen other people use successfully. Now, with all of the techniques I share on this show, remember, it is a matter of finding the ones that resonate with you and implementing them. You definitely don't have to implement everything we're about to cover, but try each one on for size, find one or two that you really gel with, and double down on those. And with that said, let's get into the show. Okay, so as we look at these top five strategies to stay sane whilst working from home, I want to highlight that although there's five individual strategies, they really fit under three banners. Uh, So the banners are boundaries, asking for help, and developing routine. So let's start with the boundaries one, shall we? You've probably heard me speak about boundaries plenty of times on this podcast. It is such a crucial component of personal development and well-being to be able to recognize, communicate, and uphold boundaries. Now, the first type of boundary I want to look at in terms of working from home is physical boundaries. This is specifically around where you work. So normally when we're working away from home, there is that physical separation. There's like home life and work life and they're very different spaces. When you begin working from home, that physical separation no longer exists. It's up to you to create it and to uphold it. Now, this could look like having a home office if you do have a specific room set aside for work at the moment, or it could look like uh, maybe there's just a space where you have a certain desk or you know a certain part of the kitchen table, whatever it is. What I want to encourage you to do is only work when you're at the workspace. And that can be so hard to do, but it's so crucial and important. So for example, I have a home office. I will work in the home office when I'm outside of the home office. I'm very conscious about limiting doing work activities. Um, Now, the good thing about this is as you create a space for work. As I said, it could be a whole room, it could be a desk, it could be part of the kitchen table for all that matters. As you create it and you uphold it yourself and you communicate it to your family or whoever's at home with you, it's easier for them to uphold. So I know when I first started working at home, um, you know, 
if my wife was home, I love her dearly, but she was like, Declan's home, he's not working, I'll just go visit him and you know do whatever. That obviously can become quite distracting and break focus. So I just made it very clear that like, hey, when I'm in that room, I'm in work mode. That's where I'm at work. And when I'm outside of it, I'm not at work, et cetera, et cetera. It made our relationship a lot healthier. It made communication a lot easier and it made upholding those boundaries more effective. The problem a lot of people have when they start working from home is they expect other people to uphold their boundaries even though they're not. So you can't get mad at your partner or your kids if they're disrupting you at work if you haven't clearly communicated where work is and if you haven't clearly upheld that boundary for yourself. There's a great saying around boundaries, which is when we respect our boundaries, it makes it easier for other people to respect them as well. But a lot of people don't do that. They make the mistake of putting all the onus and responsibility on those around them to uphold their boundaries. And a lot of the time, they don't even communicate it. <laughs> the amount of conversations I've had where people are annoyed with their family for you know uh, disrupting them from work, and I'm like, have you even told them that that's where you're working or that's what's going on? And they haven't, you know, is this human nature to assume that our loved ones just understand everything going through our head, but they're not mind readers. It's up to you to be clear about it, to uphold it, to communicate it. Now, the other boundary, which is super important to be clear about as well, is time boundaries. And this one definitely is more challenging when you're working from home. So again, normally you have a very clear time boundary where you clock in, you clock out, you start work, you finish work, you go home, you leave the office. When people start working from home, it's very easy to let work bleed throughout our day. Maybe you're checking work emails first thing in the morning as you're having your coffee. Maybe you're meant to finish up at five before you know it at six, 6.37, you're still working on work projects. It is so crucial for your mental health and well-being and for your relationships at home that you stick to and uphold boundaries around time. So what times are you working? It sounds crazy, but even putting up a bit of a roster in the house of like, hey, this is the time and days I'm at work can really help. Again, it's just about getting everyone on board and getting that emotional buy-in from everyone at home to understand when you're in work mode and when you're not. We spoke at the very start of this episode about how all of our hats are bleeding together at the moment, all the roles that we play emerging. This is what helps separate them again. This is what helps our, our loved ones and ourselves go, right now I'm wearing the work hat or right now I'm wearing the home hat. So again, the first two boundaries that we really want to get clear on, physical boundaries, where are you working in the house? And then time boundaries, when are you working? It's so crucial that you lead by example and uphold those for yourself before expecting your loved ones to uphold them for you. Now, the next category that we want to look at is building routine. Normally, we have some routine and structure in our day. We get up, we shower, we, you might go to the gym in the morning, you get dressed in your work stuff and you go to work. There, As much as it's fun and sort of thrilling or exciting to be able to work at home in your pajamas all day, or to show up to work meetings on Zoom knowing they can only see your upper half so you don't wear pants to it, um, it actually kills productivity and it blurs those um, hats again. It blurs those identities and those roles that we play. So it's actually incredibly beneficial to still have some routine about your day. You know, Get up at a certain time like you normally would. Get dressed, have your shower, brush your teeth. Get, you know, Actually follow through as if you were getting ready to go to work. 
And then at the end of the day, do the same thing, right? If we just let all of our time blur, we lose this structure and this sense of control and routine. And our brain craves structure and routine, especially now when the world is so uncertain and so much is outside of our control. We really want to develop some certainty around our routines and structures to help satiate that part of the brain. So again, this could look like, you know, putting on your work pants or whatever it may be. I know for me, shoes have a huge impact on my well-being. I know it sounds weird, but if I'm not wearing shoes, it's almost like my brain is subconsciously like, dude, you're in holiday mode. You're relaxing. There's no need to really work hard today. As soon as shoes are on, I'm going for it. Like I'm putting in the work. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's a weird thing, but you'll find there'll be certain habits and routines that you do that help put you into the right focus for work and help you also exit that focus so that you're more present at home as well. Like I know for me, the second I'm in my PJs, I ain't working. That's not my thing, right? I'm I'm checked out. I'm hanging out with my wife. I'm spending quality time with her. For me, clothes have a huge difference on, on behavior. For other people, it's certain routines like having their shower or shaving in the morning, whatever it may be. But keep your routines up. Don't let them slip. And another routine we want to be really clear on is move. Move throughout the day. It is so easy when you're working from home to snack like crazy and not really move from the desk other than to walk to the fridge in the bathroom. Whether it's something is now I'm not saying you should keep your full workout routine. I'm not saying you should go hit the gym. Literally we can't at the moment. But movement is so important for our well-being. It's so important for our focus. It's so important for our energy levels. Even something as simple as using a sit-to-stand desk. If you don't have one, put a pile of books on your desk and put the laptop on top of it. That works really well. Um, Something as simple as doing some push-ups or squats or just trying to hit 10,000 steps in the day. Keep moving your body, especially when you feel yourself start to get in a bit of a mental slump. Normally, it happens around midday. Get up, go for a walk, move. Like just, just don't stay in one place. It is so, so important. And now the the last thing I want to talk about on how to stay safe from working from home is ask for help. You don't have to do this all on your own. And that is so crucial that people understand that and embrace that and embody it. Unfortunately, we do have a bit of a culture where still it's seen as asking for help is a sign of weakness. I think that's fucking rubbish. Asking for help is one of the bravest, boldest things you can do. And it also makes you way more productive, way more effective and way happier. So whether that's asking for help from your partner or from the kids to get things done at home or to help uphold your boundaries, remember you're still leading by example there, whether it's asking your work colleagues for help or your boss for some help, whether it's reaching out and asking a coach, a counselor, a therapist, a professional that you work with on your well-being, please do not be afraid to ask for help. It is one of the most effective things you can do. So before we wrap up this episode, let's do a quick little recap. The five things to focus on and to play with and to try As I said at the start, you don't have to do all five from here. Find the ones that resonate for you. But the five things are be very clear on your physical boundaries with work. Where are you working in the household? Communicate that to your loved ones and uphold that yourself. Lead by example there. Second one, be clear on your time boundaries. When are you working? What is your work schedule? What is your work roster at home? Again, communicate that to your loved ones. Uphold it yourself. Lead by example. And ask for them to keep you accountable. Like if you're working outside the hours you said you're going to, ask them to hold you accountable to that. Third one, um, get dressed, get ready, you know, follow your normal routine, establish routine in your day. Whether that's you know, getting up at your normal time with your alarm, whether it's shaving in the morning, whether it's 
putting your work shoes on, like I said, works really well for me. Find something that works really well to put you in the right mindset for work and also something at the end of the day that puts you in the right mindset for exiting work. Fourth one, move your body. Please do not just sit around when you're working from home. Have a sit-stand desk. Get some steps in. Do some squats. Do some push-ups. Do something to move. It is so crucial to your well-being. And last but of course not least, ask for help. Reach out to someone. Communicate with them. Stay connected with them and recognize that you do not need to do this alone and that trying to do it alone is actually incredibly overwhelming and very ineffective. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. As always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for prioritizing your well-being and spending a bit of time learning these strategies for yourself. I'm so excited to hear about how you go with them. On that last note, ask for help. If you do find that you're struggling mentally or emotionally right now, if you're stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, and you just want some extra tools and support to help you not only stay resilient and get through this, but build the foundations required to really thrive emotionally. Well, that's where we come in. Check out our website, find out more about our accelerator program, fill it in so that we can have a chat and organize the next steps forward from you. That is the best way that you can move forward with your well-being journey is to actually reach out and say, hey, I'm ready to take those first few steps. As always, I'll leave the link in the description for this episode and I cannot wait till we're catching up and whether that is through next week's episode of the podcast, whether that's through having a chat about your next steps forward into our personal development and well-being accelerator or whether it's in any other way that we cross paths. As always, till the next time we talk, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self and be you.